Good morning, all you great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe. Welcome to another episode of Creatively Disrespectful. I am your host, D.Mitri, as everyone who knows me on the mic and also in the spoken word, poetry, and writing scene. And um, today we're going to talk about a lot of things. It is Sunday, February 12th. It is... Um, Super Bowl Sunday to some, Rihanna's game day to others, and a pre-Valentine's Day cooking class day for me. And so uh, we have a couple of things that we need to get into. I feel like I have not talked about some stuff over the course of the last couple of weeks Um, because I've just been kind of thinking through some things. And then I had some very poignant conversations over the last couple of days that uh, helped do some shifting, as I always need shifting. And so that's where we are this morning. So, per the usual, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. The last time we spoke, uh, I've had a anniversary of sorts. Uh, the Starving Gypsy is six years old now. We are on year six, which started officially February the 8th. And uh, leading up to that day, I was um, caught in the rapture of mixed emotions I was excited I was proud but I was also sad and a little disappointed Um, and everything was all for a myriad of reasons so I've talked about it before and feel free to scroll back and find other episodes and this that and the other of like a lot of the reasons of why building this company and and like what everyone now calls building their brand when I was doing what I was doing it wasn't that that wasn't even terminology that was used uh I was trying to find a space that would allow me to freely be myself when it came to the culinary sphere and um I was not allowed to do that in all the places I had worked and so I just got to a point where I felt like I needed to build my own table and here we are and uh, I've done many things uh, stuff that I didn't expect to do and uh, things that I didn't even plan to do and then um, there's lots of stuff that I have not done that I don't feel like I've accomplished and for someone like myself like I'm definitely uh, a perfectionist at heart I get very discouraged when things do not go the way that I want them to or expect them to or that like I feel like I'm pouring my heart and soul into something and the end goal has not been met or not necessarily the end goal but like little bitty goals that I feel like I should have already achieved I tend to block out my previous achievements and things in the present because I'm so caught up 
and what the future should look like when and I'm trying to be more mindful and take into account that we don't know what that future really is and sometimes I think the plans that we make for ourselves are these um expectations that we put on ourselves sometimes are not necessarily where you're supposed to end up and so I definitely am a person who believes that everything happens the way that it's supposed to and that things line up in ways that you do not expect and that it'll get there when it's supposed to get there but I do also also often get caught up in not fulfilling my own standards and expectations So what really kicked off a lot of my emotions heavy going into the anniversary was my last cooking class. So a couple of things happened on my last cooking class. And again, I've talked about this like uh, in my lives and stuff like that where I rant and things of that nature. But I'm going to recap and like really solidify and flush it through here. So a few things happened when... I guess to begin, uh, to begin, um, my class ended up starting a little bit later than I anticipated. And this was a class that was going to be very in depth with a lot of things that I needed to discuss. There were lots of moving pieces, lots of different stuff to cover. And like, you know, the curriculum is based on what I write as what I want to talk about and what I want to teach and sometimes I do get overzealous with my thought process of what I want to convey and I think this was one of those classes that's incredibly ambitious but I do need to taper it down a little bit more for things of this nature so I didn't have as much time and so then because of that I felt like in my brain my brain says okay we do need to cover some stuff but we also need to make sure that we get all of this food cooked and presented and taken care of so that people actually get the money that they pay for uh because often in some of these teach in these teaching spaces that I have been in I feel like that I get critiqued or scrutinized the most Um, And maybe some of that is my own doing. Maybe that is me on the outside looking through the glass and thinking that things are one way when they're fully not. But then just some commentary that I overhear, not necessarily from people who work in the environment that I'm in, but like from people who are there for these classes. I feel like I get scrutinized uh, very heavily. And so I, and I, and that's like what, that's, that's been the reality of being a, a person of color and a female person of color in the spaces that I've been in in the workforce that I'm always expected to do 10 to 10 to 12,000 times more than other people that can get away with mediocrity and be praised for it and so it was kind of one of those situations where I felt like um I needed to make sure that people got what they paid for over like me being able to do what I needed to do so that it is actually still a fulfilling experience for me. And so because of that, at the end of it, I felt like a lot of information was negated and I felt like this class just wasn't up to the tier and the level that I want experiences and things like that to be uh, with me. And so, and in conjunction with that happening, Uh, Every class, I have a helper that's with me. I have an assistant. 
and the assistant I have I love her she's great she's wonderful but she made a comment at the last class that really was jarring to me and made me feel I'm gonna just tell y'all the comment right so she says that uh she felt invisible uh during the class and the way that I structure my classes is I know that she has a whole other job that she does outside of being there with me and I know that um I know that uh a lot of the time she's either tired from doing that job throughout the week or before coming to me or afterwards and so I try to structure it where the most that she really has to do is help me plate things and help me set stuff out and then washing of the dishes and I try to clean up and I try to make it a collaborative kind of effort and try to make it 75-25 where she's not doing majority of the bulk of the work because I feel like she does enough sometimes and she says that she felt invisible and um, then she goes into this example of someone else who she's been doing classes with a lot lately and they have like this kind of almost like this bit that they do that where like he'll say something and then he throws it to her and then she'll say something and she throws it back like they've kind of put together this performance piece and with class to me that night so the way that I took that was because you're not doing this class with this particular person then you don't feel that you're being utilized the way that you're being utilized when you're in class with them and now you feel invisible and it took me aback because I'm like my entire career and my entire existence especially as a black woman in this country and in this world I consistently feel invisible every single day and so it just brought up this whole heap of emotions for me because it's like I'm not trying to create a space where someone feels invisible, but also you feel invisible for two hours or an hour and a half or however long you're here for the class. And then you go back to your regular existence. And I continue to feel invisible every day that I walk on this planet. And it just it just brought up a lot of stuff, man. So I left from that class just feeling emotionally drained and defeated almost a little bit and saddened and disheartened by everything. And so... With me, that kind of goes into a bevy of other things. I really sat back and I looked at the space and the scope of things that I've done and where I'm at in the business currently and how like the last I will say since 2020 I've wanted to quit every single day like I tried to tell a lot of people I lost a lot of money during 2020 with me driving everywhere to do these events and not even having a not even having a vehicle I was renting cars left and right to be able to go to these places and do these things with these people and oftentimes people were uh you know it doesn't matter it's it's all in the next book it's all in the next book but I'm taking into context like that I feel like everything has been really hard and I, I I feel like I should quit and uh and what am I doing and 
and and what significant change am I making because like I told my mother and I told her that this day of the anniversary is like I feel like oftentimes no one cares about what I do and I don't really feel like I'm making a difference and and I feel like I show up and I do what I do and I leave and that's it and it's often 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 felt um that way to me uh I think a lot of that comes from me working through my own emotions of inadequacy and uh, constantly feeling like nothing I've ever done is good enough. And I feel like sometimes that I've always paved the way for other people to find their truth and be happy and live in their space of authenticity. And then I always have to go on the back end and figure out a way to make it look the way it should look for myself but I've often taken in the voices of other people like it's like I don't know it's I it's, sometimes it feels like this energy transference kind of thing where it's like all the negative emotions that people feel about themselves and their insecurities and their inadequacies that they feel about themselves I suck all that in so that they can be happy and be themselves and then I'm just walking around with all this pain that I don't understand and walking around being a shell of who I should be and who I teach other people to be because in the same space these same people that I've gone out of my way to help be authentic and be themselves make me feel like something is wrong with me for trying to be myself it's like okay now that I have learned how you have your light let me dim yours down so that I can now be brighter than you ever thought you ever could be and I don't think people do it to me intentionally sometimes but it does happen and it sucks and then me being open and honest about that to my mother my mother says to me a couple of things um well like I was telling her how a few days ago like people have trickled in here and there telling me that in some way shape or form that like you know I'm an inspiration and they they use me as an example of hard work and perseverance and like I'm the example of what it means to have a dream and to just go for it and just keep going no matter what and and I you know and I told my mom I said like you know I appreciate hearing these things from people because I don't ever feel that way and I don't and I often feel like nobody cares about what I do and that I'm not significant and I'm not making a difference because I don't ever hear any of these things from people and when you don't actively and when you don't see when people don't outwardly support you or that in a way that you know it often feels very it often the journey feels very solitary like I, I don't need recognition I don't need um people to constantly spew into me and tell me things but it does help sometimes to know that you've made a difference and that what you're doing it 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 does help to be seen and oftentimes I don't feel seen and I'm hoping that I don't have an existence where it'll take me being dead and gone for people to like really be honest about the impact that I've made if I've made an impact and having a couple of people here and there sprinkle in and say those things to me just like really 
was very helpful at a time when I was like, taking this all very, very hard and and um, just really unhappy and not being able to see my progress for what my progress is and see things for where I've been and where I'm going and, and trying to really diffuse the line between being stuck in the past, making sure I don't repeat the past and also plan for the future but really enjoy this present and I've always said that I need to enjoy the present moment more often than not because you just never know what will happen and that's what I'm trying to work on and uh, I told my mom I said I was you know driving around the other day doing this Instacart life and somebody says to me she messages me and she see because she has seen a, a recipe a recipe a menu that I had just wrote for like for a class for today actually and she asked me she says like where do you get your inspiration from because she's like you know your menus are so creative they're like amazing where do you get the drive from to do that and I told her I said you know what I said I don't I don't know I said I don't and I, <clears throat> I mean that wholeheartedly I have no idea I get ideas and then I just run like I get ideas and then I just go and it's always been that way for a long time in reference to anything when it comes to stories when it comes to poetry when it comes to these menus when it comes to the food like anything in the artistic film like I just go I just go I just go I just go and she said you know I've told you this before and I don't think you paid attention to it but I'm gonna tell you again I said look whenever you say something like that you sound like Beyonce to me and I was like what and she says because I've seen these interviews before where they ask Beyonce where that she gets her ideas for stuff and she said the same thing she said I have absolutely no idea I just create what I create and she said she said that Beyonce said that like I'll get an idea and then I'll write one thing out and then I'll get another idea and I'll write another thing out and then the next thing you know like the whole concept for a show and um this and that is born and she's like yeah she said the same thing that things just come to her and then she just she just runs with what comes to her and that like you know it's a it's a it's a gift and and to be able hold on y'all look at that it's a gift to be able to do these things and to live this life and have like these she's like it's just you just need to understand and accept that this is a god-given gift it's a talent that you've been blessed with to be able to you know share that with the world and let everybody see it for what it is and that you should be proud and that's always been the end goal that's always been the thing that's hard for me to understand it's always been the thing that I guess I will say that I end up um shying away from is being proud of my accomplishments being able to celebrate those things and being able to celebrate me and what I'm able to do and I am taking all of this stuff day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, step by step. And I'm hoping that maybe 
Like even when I sit and get on this mic and talk to you guys, which is literally like these are just extensions of my thoughts. But then this is also like me talking to my father in some weird way. That's what I've told myself when I first started to do this, because the whole I've been podcasting or doing something like this, recording things and that for a very long time before it even was coined a podcast. And then I took a break, came back, did it a different way, took a break, came back, did it a different way. And then now it's become like an open therapy session between me and the universe, me and the world, me and all bodies of energy. I'm just talking. So I hope that at the end of everything and at the end of this, like this particular ass today, that um, if, if you don't take anything else from what I'm saying is to like be kind to yourself, have patience with yourself, And allow yourself to be proud of who you are today, no matter what state and frame you're in, because you're still here, right? You're still Lord. Well, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Um, You're still here. You're still breathing. You're still living. You're still going. And even if things aren't the way that you want them to be, you're still here and that's the most important part be present be present um until we meet again take care of each other take care of yourselves i'm off the wait list for the renaissance world tour and that means i need to start saving money because I need to get one of these tickets. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.